Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined by Kai and Ben. As always, good morning, good night, however, what in time you're listening to this. Gents, how you doing? Doing well. Yeah, doing good, man. Doing good. No you made a face on my on my intro. What was your face for, Kai? It was good morning, good night. And I just got confused because I was like... Well, I say good, good morning good to you. Good as well. Yeah, and yeah. then good night. And then to our listeners, it's how whenever they're listening. Maybe they're at work. Maybe it's in the afternoon. Maybe it's like 2 a.m. And you're like, I need that like play-along fix. Is it only and, like 4 p.m. where you are, Ben? It is cold. It's full, yes. Yeah. That's... yeah evening that's not evening would you say that's late afternoon okay let's get yeah into this evening discussion. starts at five uh, oh ben seems to beg to differ i think i agree with that but I'm, i want to hear no, british though yeah yeah because i mean like you got you got like afternoon evening and then night yeah that's a boring conversation nobody wants to hear but yeah it is it is quarter to four you decide listener is it yeah. evening is Time it afternoon is who knows time is a flat circle actually it doesn't actually exist how are you jared i'm doing good okay just the sound like there was more to that but okay great. i was trying to think of something kind of going on a concert tonight which that's exciting we're going on a concert it's we're going on a concert we're in yeah. the concert who you, you sit seeing? down uh, uh daniel caesar yes at the Santa Barbara Bowl, which is but, a venue. That, that nod was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> polite to say anything. <laughs> uh, so I don't know what the bowl. That's cool. Yep, the Santa Barbara Bowl, a venue I've never been to, but I'm excited to experience. Yeah. So, Santa Barbara is not as far as LA for us, and we don't want to deal with LA traffic. Granted, Santa Barbara. I mean, for it's me, kind of Santa traffic. Barbara is farther than Los Angeles yeah, now. But... I guess you're like 20 minutes from me. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, nope, doing good, doing good. Been playing a lot of of uh, Pinocchio Dark Souls, which has been a grand old time. Uh, we talked about this bef- before recording. I kind of fell off of Starfield, and maybe that's sacrilege to all my video game nerds out there, but... You're a bad RPG player. <sighs> I think my mentality, I went in like I went in thinking Skyrim in space, and I think that's why I was disappointed. See, I not, it took me space. three and a half years to finish Fallout 4. Like I played like ten hours of that game, and then I dropped off of it for like two and a bit years. So, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe I'll just slowly through time. I'll, I'll do it. But right now, there's way too much that's coming out and that's out that I'm playing. And if it like Starfield does not keep my attention, and it's just I already like I already don't like Fallout. Like I like Fallout Three sort of, and I like the fantasy side much better. So I was like, oh, well, I mean, we'll see. I like, I like space stuff. No man, no man's sky is still better. No Man's Sky is better than Starfleet. Have played New Vegas? New yeah. Vegas is the one, bro. Oh, New Vegas is my favorite. New Vegas is definitely yeah. my favorite. It's because it was made yeah. by Obsidian. That's all why I also you know I'm gonna go, We need to go back and play them because I'm so tired of that take. I'm so tired of the oh, New Vegas is the best one take. It's you probably know? it's probably trash. Who it's, knows? It's Maybe. giving <laughs> me it's giving me Skyward Sword as garbage vibes. Like it's like, yeah, but is that mm. true? Like, really though? Because I've heard too many people just be like, no, nah, New Vegas is, is the only one. So good. No, like, no, no, no. Look, like, I just I would would say, my, it's been a while, so maybe maybe my opinions are different. I've grown. I've, I've I like matured as a gamer. So, you know what? That's my take. Oh, yeah. You kept telling me to keep playing. At me. Like, Fuck, this game is ass cheeks. Nope. Uh, nope. Do you know what it is? Is like, I played Fallout 4 straight off the back of having played New Vegas and Free. Mm. And it's such a wildly different Fallout game um, that I was like, oh, this isn't really what I was expecting. I want all of my space in future post-apocalyptic RPGs like that to be like the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is my probably my favorite 
Fall of Anubicus is pretty close, but I kind of like what the Outer Worlds did a little bit better. But I, I, I like that, Outer. You know? I feel like Outer Worlds and fucking Starfield are essentially the same game, other than right. More, more I don't know why the Outer Worlds was like more interesting, and and maybe because like Outer Worlds feels more like like silly, and Starfield feels like it's taking itself way too seriously. Maybe that's what it is. I don't hey, know. it's the first new universe in twenty years <laughs> from whoever made Starfield. Mm-hmm. It's the same. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that tagline for all of their advertisements, but they should be fired. Yeah, it's it's, no, it's not no doing way. what you think it's doing. Also, uh, I listen to an insane amount of political podcasts, and every fucking single one of them had Starfield advertisements, and they never have video game advertisements. And I'm like, I don't know why you're like trying to get the socialist libs Starfield. out here to be like, yes, this is what I want to do. I'm like, this you're not your targeting is not great. This is what was interesting, is when I went to EGX one year, they had Fallout 76 advertised fucking everywhere, like, pre-release. Mm. Um, and my mate was like, oh my god, are you going to play it? And I was like, no. He was like, why not? <laughs> I'm not playing that at launch. I don't trust this advertising. This is this is too advertised. There's, um, there's yeah. too much going on here. Yeah. They're trying too hard. I will say, in Starfield, the space, like, flying combat, fantastic. So much doesn't fun. It, doesn't it happen not a lot, though? Uh, I mean, it's happened. I mean, I mean you've played three played, hours. Yeah, I've so. played three hours into it, but it's happened pretty frequently since I've been playing it. Uh, which is which is cool. I like the it's it's better to control, and I like the combat a little more than No Man's Sky. But again, No Man's Sky just is mm. it's great. I we should it. do this. We should do like a what you're playing corner before we like. You know, we should do a what you're playing corner, and then you know, do it for like maybe four or five weeks, and then just drop it off like every other segment. Yeah, sounds like hell yeah. <laughs> No, also, uh, a lot of the time, at what you play in corner is going to be very boring. It's going to be like I'm also Kai's what you're playing Detroit. corner is probably what we're playing for the pod for that episode. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I've been working my way through Saints Row Two, uh, getting to the end of that. Oh, I want to get. I want to play the new one. It's on PS Plus, and yeah, that studio also Plus. shut down as well. Which yeah. Sucks. Um, and I played Scott Pilgrim. That was a little shameless plug. I played Scott Pilgrim. That was in the Get Wrecked episode that went out. Yep. Uh, me and Bill from Gaming Collecting. He played Sword and Shield for the first time. Um, yep. You guys had, and... you guys had good, 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 good takes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that was it, convincing. No, cause, right, because it's very, very hard to talk about Scott Pilgrim, right? Because people who like Scott yeah. Pilgrim Boots, fucking dude, like Scott, has... Scott Pilgrim. I, I said booed. I could find bro and dude in my excitement to talk about Rude. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, but no, Scott Pilgrim heads are, they'll come for your throat, dude. Yeah, the, the people who like that like it. Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Never played the game, but definitely interested after your conversation with Bill. But uh, uh, yeah, the movie's great. Like the it. game is uh, not meant to be played organically. That's what I'll say. I've learned from my personal yeah. experience. Um, the game is fucking hard as shit. Hard um, as shit. What? Uh, how do you play yeah. a game non-organically? So basically, I'm what it is it. is uh, AI. Yeah, an AI. AI. Uh, basically what it is is that like Scott Pilgrim's really fucking hard until you level the characters up so there's a money glitch that you have to do which allows you to pay off Scott's late fees at video yeah because then you can max level your characters because you get infinite money um, and then that makes the characters not die super fucking easy when there's like 70 enemies on screen Mm. and it actually makes the game playable I can't believe they made a video game about that dumbass movie but how dare Scott Pilgrim's great. I mean, I haven't watched it since like 2010, it's, so it's, it might be it's very It's one of dated. those things that people are just like, oh, it's weird and edgy, so I like it. It's like, what, what was that? What was the movies with the fucking superheroes that were also weird as shit? 
was in the same vein. It's the same time they had fucking what, what oh kick ass, kick ass. Yes, people were like, oh, I love kick ass. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I've never seen kick ass, so kick ass was okay. Scott Pilgrim, I will say my personal take. I'm going to get heat for this. Scott Pilgrim is a good movie. It is not as good as people say it is. Thank you. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is a good movie. I haven't watched it since 2010, so you I don't should know say Scott Pilgrim is a good movie, and it is as good as people say it is. <laughs> and it's exactly how people say it is. Look, a lot uh, of I remember my enjoyment. It, but... A lot of my enjoyment of the movie is one the video game references, and two the fact it's directed by Edgar Wright. I like his directing style, and it just suited that movie very well. Um, and Michael Cera is he's great, fucking perfect in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get into us and Detroit because I had some extremely low percentages today and I didn't go for violence all of the time. Definitely towards the end I did. I had to uh, put something in place because something happened um, and Ellie was like... Did you go back? Ellie was like, no, I don't like that. And I was like, no. That's what we picked just because we oh. didn't like the outcome. We knew what was going to happen. Wait, wait, hold on. Where was this been last week when you're like, no, nah, I don't like that outcome. Let me restart no, try again. I didn't, I didn't like that outcome because that's not what I picked. That, that's oh, I, okay, okay. I have All no right. low percentages this week. so I mean, I only pick. have one and it's in this, this section. Interesting fact, right? You can go back and play chapters and choose to not save your progress and play the chapter oh, so just like and see how it plays things. out. I did it in the Connor section in the broadcast tower. Um, I went back and did a different ending uh, to see what would happen. Uh, so you can do don't save and it will not change your game going forward. So you can come back and keep the choices you originally had. Well, that's really cool. I like that. I like that. Okay, let's get into it. Everybody, oh, yeah. if you don't know, if you're high, if this is your first episode, first go listen to the rest of them if, because you should listen to this episode. No, I said hi. Did I say if, if you're high? high if, you're, if, you're, if you're high and it's your first episode. If you're high and this is your first episode. Just loud. The bugs you're feeling in your skin are real. Uh, don't listen to them. You're just, dying. Just <laughs> lean deeper into your couch, grab some popcorn, and enjoy the ride. Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and come together each week to talk about those sections specifically. We talk about everything revolving around the game, but more importantly, we dive deep into the story and the narrative that we're covering for those games. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for whatever we're playing, either play the game first and come back and listen, or you can play along right with us. Or like all my high people out there, you can sit back and just enjoy the ride. Just listen, enjoy the ride. You're like, yeah, I don't really want to play Detroit Become Human. We will play it for you. We have you in in our hands. Hey, you can't, can't see me. We're not we're not recording this. But they can see me, and that's all that matters. It's like the idea, it's the thought that counts, you know? Mm-hmm. I think therefore I am. I think therefore exactly, exactly. Would have again, that phrase would have worked better in this like ending section, but you know. I guess it wasn't good enough for for Detroit people. But if that sounds interesting to all of y'all and you want a little extra play along in your in your week and you want to help us keep the lights on, help us support us over here, you can go to playalongpod.com to subscribe for our bonus content. And if you're one of our Spotify peeps and you want that straight to your feed, 
link below. You can click there and you can subscribe. $2.99 a month only, about three bucks. You get all of our bonus content that we do and our D&D stuff, which has been a ton of fun. But we're going to take a quick music break. When we come back, we're going to jump into episode four of Detroit Become Human. See you guys in a second. In the last episode, we ended wrapping up some shenanigans at Eden Club and killing two of the androids. Did all three of us do that, or did, did Kai no, not do that? I did not. No, I only shot one of them. The other one shot herself. Um, I didn't kill oh, two. Yeah, I killed one. Okay. Well, yes. I guess I was in that same situation. That's not the same thing. I shot one, and then the other one killed themselves. And we now pick up in this section in Pirate's Cove, back with Kara and Alice and Luther. And they had um, hijacked one of the cars in, um, oh, God, what's his name? Zlatko. Uh, Zlatko. 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 Yeah, took his car. Um, which, future cars are pretty dope. Just drive themselves. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more interested in the seats, bro. Those seats. Oh, they, they swivel like inward when they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they're just as unreliable as current cars though so nothing <laughs> yeah, changes they, there. they break down like 10 minutes into their trip no 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 like oh let's assess what's wrong anything like that and it's like nope car's done mm -hmm. it's on e which means end so you gotta just throw it out so yeah uh, and the electric car is somehow steaming uh, i don't yeah. quite know how that works but <laughs> you know uh, it's technology it yeah, yeah, it's really funny. I thought we were gonna like. I kept scanning to see like, oh, are we gonna like fix it with our like like Android brain? It's like, nope, car is done. Right. Car is dead. I thought it'd be like in the Matrix, you know, where it's just like, like they just like upload skills. Like, there's one bit where Neo's just like, I need to learn. Oh, we need to escape. And Trinity's like, hang on, wait. Oh, okay, so she's like, I need to know how to be a mechanic. And like, doo, 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 doo. like yeah. now she knows how to be a mechanic. Yeah, so. access yes. the fucking AI hive mind or whatever. Like, But I don't think they can do that because that would not be advantageous for the company. You yeah, know? I understand. Because all she no, knows but, is like 9,000 children's stories. Yeah, but that's now her they're, only now skill. They're, now they're deviants. deviants. They've opened their brain. It's limitless. Mm -hmm. Anything it's, is possible. It's limitless, so. But nonetheless, <laughs> no, they can't. Even Luther, um, who we later find out was like a cargo android or something, was like lift heavy loads. Yeah. Um, I didn't, okay. I didn't, you didn't get that information. Okay. Yeah, I we find out basically he was his originally built basically to work at like cargo bases and work at the docks mm. and lift heavy loads and replace humans in that aspect. Yep, yep. Um, but he can't repair the car either. Yeah. So we now have to try to find a place to stay, which we find an amusement park called Pirate's Cove. A, I, I would not be taking a child here. This place is no, it's terrifying. terrifying. The whole time, like, you know, you know, staying in the car, like, oh, that place is scary. You don't go in the abandoned house. It's scary. But the creepy abandoned theme park, fine. Mm, it was, uh, it, it's weird, bro. And like the whole time, 
you're like just going around and you're like oh is this this is weird i don't like this also i keep forgetting that this game's like not a post-apocalyptic world like it's a fine like functioning society but this like a music park makes it feel like it's like in the last of us and it's like this world yeah. is ended. it's, it's just like, like not... shot for the winter or something it's... like everything's frozen over it's very snowy we should have said that it's very very snowy. oh yeah it's, it's snowy time um it's very snowy very icy and so uh we basically now trek into the theme park and try mm-hmm. to find shelter for the night yeah the first thing i did was i looked at the map that's on the left hand side 53 percent of console players look at the map uh and it shows you where you are and kind of where you are around the on around the map it kind of would focus on this big pirate ship in the middle and mm-hmm. there's like a larger pirate ship down there and i assume that was like that's probably one of my options to stay there but i was like that kind of feels like where the, where the game was directing me so i kind of avoided that if you keep walking straight you can turn on one of like the the little zoltar uh ivan. androids his name's ivan 66 percent. i did neither of these things oh, i wow. didn't check the map i did turn on the fortune teller um mm. and to, to add to the creepy vibe he's like oh danger comes when you least expect it and you're like oh cheers ivan Wish. fucking incredible foreshadowing because he was right well sort of more or less uh i did check a couple of the buildings along the way 84 mm. percent of people there's like um like attractions so there's like all like the fairground mm, mm. uh games and stuff um and it will be like oh there's it's too open to the wind it's not enough room for the three of us and blah blah mm. blah blah um i also checked out the frozen android on the end of the pier i don't know okay. if you guys did this we'll see i when i when i walked over there and i looked to the right I saw the like the pirate ship boat, and I was like, mm, again, I don't want to. It kind of seemed like, especially because I saw a guy standing there, and I was like, it kind of seems like that's the direction the game wants me to go. So I didn't go that way. I mean, little I know that was not the way I went is the correct direction. Okay, Kai, did you do it? Uh, I saw him, and I walked up to him, but they didn't give me anything to interact with. So I was like, okay, oh, nice. interesting. Um, because there's like a scene where like there's like a fin that like darts past a camera. Mm. Like Cara's, uh, Cara and Alice are in the background, and something like darts it, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Like I'm, I'm not alone. So that was really fucking creepy. So I was on the edge anyway. Um, but if you go up to the android, you have to look at like a certain thing. You have to look at his LED indicator on his head, mm-hmm. and that allows you to interact with him. So forty-seven percent of people, um, and could not do that. He's there's he's like NAD isn't on. He's like frozen solid at the end of this pier, and then all of a sudden he comes to life. Um, and his LED indicator's blue, and he's like, oh. "Hi, welcome to Pirate Cove." And he gets like right <laughs> in Carver's. Hi, face. I'm Connor, the entrance set by Cyberlife. Bro, I shat myself. I was like, "Fucking hell!" And then I didn't get over there. I would have been he like he has his hands up like this to be like, "Hi, welcome," uh, and then he just like freezes and he's like, Ooh. and like turns off again. Terrifying. And I was like okay so you toss him in the river creepy. i think it was after that that the shadow ran it was like behind mm. like where the two games were it like ran from one game to the other um interesting yeah i didn't do this thinking this was the the correct direction but instead yeah. well i avoided a jump scare which is well there's kind of a jump scare that happens but uh we eventually do find a tavern to stay in that's a little boarded up we use six foot five muscle man to literally just rip the beams off of this yeah. this door that's here which is really nice we have luther here because his incredible height and strength has only come in handy um 
I wonder and now we can kind of to, sorry I wonder if it's possible to not have Lufa here I, yeah I'm curious I'm gonna keep I'm gonna look back at the previous <laughs> episodes you you carry on sorry yeah, so we were trying to obviously find a place to say this. They come to the conclusion that this is kind of like the, the best option they're going to have. Uh, Luther starts a fire to keep Alice warm. Not them because they don't need their Luther fire. But there's a couple of things you can go through. I looked through all of the, the magazines. I try to at least just like grab them. I don't actually read through a ton of them, but I at least grab them. Um, did you guys see the RE9 writing that was on the far back wall? Um, no. I did indeed see that. It's not possible to not have Lufa. He will always be with you. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. Um, I did see the RA9, yeah. Yeah, 24% of players in the very back, kind of where that window is, on like the, the back left room, there's a bunch of RA9 that's written on the wall. And when I saw it, it has a little, like, uh, the lock, the unlock thing that, that pops up. Oh, wait, so hang on. No, I didn't actually interact with it. Ellie saw it. Oh, um, I, I didn't know you could actually interact with it, so I did not interact with that. I did, and it gave me one of those little unlock things. So it'll give me like an option later where I can bring up RA9 in a conversation. Interesting. Um, yeah. No, I didn't do that. Yeah, 99% of people, Lufa starts a fire. I don't know how you. Yeah, I was like, where's don't... the 1% where like he, he doesn't? Because it didn't seem like a choice. He was just like, I'll start a fire. And I was like, thanks, mm. buddy. I got a 19% look at pirate. Um, because oh, I didn't after... get that one. After my jump scare with uh, the android on the pier, you walk in yeah, and immediately there's a fucking, there's like a pirate standing there displaying the menu. And I was like, bro, this fucking robot can come to life. <laughs> like, um, but he did not. He did not. Okay. That's, that's good. That's good. Um, the, I also had the option of looking through Luther's bag, but he was also right yes. there. And I was like, you know, I trust you. You saved my life. Like, I don't need to look through your shit. I feel like he was going to get angry if I did that. So I just avoided looking through his bag at all. So I don't know. I mean, I can kind of get an idea of what's in it based off of like the options. You did look through the bag, Kai. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, did I. there's a gun. There's a gun in the bag. There is a gun. That's what I, I, I got that afterward when I saw the option. One of the options was a grab gun. I was like, I don't think I had a gun, but I put two and two together that Luther probably has one in his bag. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did it. I think Luther was like distracted with Alice or something, and I used that chance mm. to. I didn't do it when he was blatantly looking at me, <laughs> standing um, right next to you. He doesn't do I anything. Did... Oh, okay. Oh, does he not? Damn. Okay. No, he was just standing <clears throat> against the window when I looked through his bag, and he just didn't. He was just sitting there. Interesting. I did tell Alice a story. This was. I loved this. This was like very wholesome and also like playing into you know Kara being more human because she goes to tell Alice a story and says that she has some large number of stories in her memory that she get access at any time 9,000 there you go 9,000 uh, and Alice tells her she wants her to make up a story so again mm-hmm. kind of similar to you know the one guy at the beginning encouraging the androids to like be creative think for themselves the the story that Kara ends up telling or at least in my experience is is kind of like their own journey but as she's telling that story you can kind of pick and choose how the story is and if you want to be more like more realistic with with alice about the situation or if you want to be more like more positive i lean more positive like the story had a happy ending and she says something like it our 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 relationship stayed the same but she says something sad like well not all stories have happy endings and i was like well i mean you're not wrong (laughs) i kind of did the same thing i think I went down the idea that like 
Alice was lost and Kara was also lost and that's how they like found each other. I had a similar a similar situation like that, yeah. Um and I think mine was like open ended. I think I Mm. ended it with saying like, you know, they're they're still on their way and they're like as long as they're together, that's all that matters. Oh, family. Well, because uh, as when we find Alice after we make the bed, she's standing by a poster of a very happy looking family, and she's like, "Do you think we'll ever get that way?" And it's like, "Poor Alice." Mm-hmm. Well, no, probably yeah. not. Family, again, family's what you make here. Again, loads of therapies that have to happen for this girl. She has to unpack a lot. Like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Luther says here. goodnight to Alice as well, which is really yep. nice. He gives, gives her a nice, all wet kiss on the forehead. So the little. <laughs> In the forehead and i'm interested how you didn't maybe you didn't pick an option to get this because after this is when um kara and luther are like sitting on the window ledge mm. watching alice like making sure she's okay and they start talking and Kara. one of the options was like you know what was you doing before you was with zatko um mm. and that's where we find out about the whole oh, like, yeah i didn't do that yeah because he... I, th- I think from what he says, basically, sorry, Jared, I think um, it seems like Zatko wiped his memory because he's like, I can't remember. I know mm. my model was designed to be a cargo worker, so I imagine I did something similar to that. But it seems as if he had his memory wiped because he doesn't actually remember anything prior to Zlatko. Interesting. Uh, yeah, this is where I have the the option of R nine conversations with Luther, and Carr asks Luther, does he know anything about R nine? And he says, like, essentially, R nine is like like the god to androids for some reason. Like, that is what they believe will set them free. Uh, which so we we've weird. known that that context. I get Carr doesn't really know more information because we've obviously investigated it with Connor and on Marcus's side as well. Um, but yeah, Car is now finding this information of kind of w- what the androids think RA9 is, which but is that's interesting. Why, that's why I made the joke about the hive mind, because yeah. how else do all of the androids have all of the androids that buy uh, I was gonna say buy into, I shouldn't say that, believe in RA9. Mm. It yeah. must come from one of the same original point. Like I, I wonder if it's just like like a virus code and that's what they see when they go deviant and they think like oh my gosh ri9 has set me free that is my god but then kara would be and kara marcus would be believers of ri9 surely i guess that's that's true they're also skeptical of what it is and they are deviants it's really weird i know i didn't fully make Mm. sense of what it's supposed to be i understand it's like some sort of i had a feeling it was like some sort of religious undertone but yeah um yeah it's not I'm not quite clear on why some deviants believe in it and some don't. Interesting. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, but soon after, as soon as we get comfortable, like the 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 little robot said, it's something having we least expected. These shadowy figures begin breaking through the windows and breaking down the door to come into here. And now you have a couple of options to try to pr- protect yourself. You can grab the gun, which was 28% of players, grab the stick of fire, protect Alice or put out the fire. This was my low percent. One percent of players, I grabbed the stick from the fire and used that to kind of protect myself. Why, bro? Why? What was the... I'm, I'm curious what the rationale behind it was. 
the panic of not knowing what was going to happen. And I also I didn't know about a gun. I didn't have any gun context. So I probably would have grabbed the gun, but I went weapon. So that's what my mentality was. Find weapon. Right. Okay. So you still slightly chose violence. So I still slightly chose violence, even though I did not do anything with the stick of fire. I just grabbed it to protect myself. Um, I didn't grab the gun because in my playthrough, Kara still has the gun from the whole shit with Todd and everything like that. Um, Oof. Uh, I didn't grab the stick from the fire because I was like, it's not Frankenstein. I don't know what that's going to do. And Maybe. similarly, putting out the fire, I was also like, then you're going to be in a room, now. a dark room with all these fucking scary dairies. Right. So I was like, you know, they're in here. It doesn't make a difference. So um, I protected Alice. I was like, that's my main concern is is making sure Alex, Alice is safe. And no, Lufa has the gun. Uh, so Luther can do the gun blammy blammy stuff, and I'll protect Alice. What did you do, Kai? Did you grab the gun and shoot him? I grab, I grab the gun. Yeah. Wow, goes for violence. And then I questioned them. Oh, and I, question, like, I also questioned them. Seventy six. And then they're like, "Where Jerry's?" And I'm like, "Ah, yeah. oh, that's adorable." Yeah. It reminded <laughs> me of Jerry from out. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Oh, oh well, wow. Yeah, but I thought of the Rick and Morty Jerry as well. I thought, I of, the, I thought of the Meeseeks. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember if it's. Uh, I think it's Fallout Three. There's like a there's a vault you can go to where basically this one guy just kept um, cloning himself, but gradually over time he just went more and more insane. So there's just a clone full of. I think there is Jerry, um, just like running around this fucking vault, killing each other. And I was just oh, that remind me of that. That's uh, funny. 14% of people fired a warning shot. Wild. Yeah. See, I ne- couldn't couldn't be me. Never would I do that. No, you wouldn't have fired a warning shot. You would have just shot. Yeah, you would have just <laughs> shot all of them. Uh, I don't know. I got the stick to protect myself. Granted, if there was like a bludgeon button, I probably would have cleaned that. <laughs> no. But there wasn't, so I was able to calmly assess the situation and see that Jerry's are actually really nice. And they just want little kids to enjoy their theme park, which is, you know, like, you know a little creepy and weird, but you know, I mean, that's what they're programmed for. So, like, that's all they know. I'm deviant, right? Are they deviants or no? They're not technically par- deviants. Okay, they're not deviants. They're just um, they're just really sad. Yeah, I think they're just like, <laughs> I think they're, I think they've got like some <coughs> instability because they're not fully deviant, right? Um, because they're still kind of following their core programming. Like, they're still there to. I guess that's where the the creepiness comes from because they're like they haven't been able to like go with that programming, which is again be a park person, and so it comes off like, oh, a little girl. We haven't seen a little girl in a long time. Do you want to ride my Ferris wheel, little girl? And it's like, okay, Jerry, and you, you're at like a nine. You'd be like a five right now because you're yeah. You need to like fucking bring it down, mate. Bring it. I down. mean, there's also like thirty of them, so. I don't know if you saw, but when they eventually go towards the uh, Ferris wheel, turn on, put Alice on there, there's one of the androids just jumping and like jumping. clapping his hands because yeah. he's so excited about the Ferris wheel. And I was like, okay, that's cute. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it was, it was a nice moment. And, you know, it's, yeah. it was one of those that like in my head, I was like, if they wanted to fucking attack us, they would have done it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like they wouldn't have like stopped and yeah. questioned well, it, and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was nice to have like the, like presence of tension and not have that like not have any actual tension because this section was not like it gets way more action filled and tension filled later on in the section so like in retrospect i'm glad this one was just like have fun and put alice on a ferris wheel and like that was the extent of it I'm like okay that's 
that's okay. Like I'm cool with that. I'm cool. With we that. we got the break. We were saying last time that they've been through a lot of shit. So we, you know, we we got the break they were looking for. Yes, but do we get a break as the player? Uh, no, no, we do not. Well, I guess this next section coming up, the bridge, is a little more of a break too. I mean, this one does hit more of like on an emotional side too. So we connect back in with Connor after the events of. The Eden Club, and they're at this park again. Similar time of of year because it's very snowy where they are as well. And Hank is sitting over drinking on a park bench. Uh, I read the magazines. Fifty and forty one percent of players read each one of the magazines. And then when I got to Hank, one of the first thing I did was discuss Hank. Sorry, my voice was breaking there. Uh, RA9. That was the same thing. It's like, what do you think about RA9 and and all of that? And Hank is in a he's in a little rut of a rut. The the androids killing themselves slushed. really put him through it. And at least from my perspective, seemed like change his mind or at least start to change his mind on Android because he was real confused about the the two androids. He said they just seemed like they were in love. Like they just wanted to be together. They seemed like they were genuinely in love. It's oh, the same God, conversation yeah. if they don't die. Really interesting. I was going to say, because ours is probably wildly different to yours, because oh, you didn't well. shoot the android, did you, Kai? But I guess, oh, yeah, neither of them it, are dead, huh? It's the same thing. He's just like, they seem so Yeah, alert. but like, it's, it gets different later on, though, because in my playthrough, Hank pulled a gun on me. Nope, he still Hank, pulls a gun on you. Hank pulled the gun on me as well. He still pulls the gun on you. That's a little yeah. bit redundant, then. Okay, that's, okay. Yeah. Uh, All anyway. roads lead to Hank pulling a gun on you. Hank draws gun, yeah. Uh, I discussed the the photo, which he did not want to talk about. Uh, he did not appreciate bringing up the photo and everything like that. Fifty six percent of players did that. My my relationship with Hank went down a little bit because he doesn't want. And from from context in the later sections too, it must have been something. It was Android related. Clearly, what happened to his son was Android. Either Android killed him, or again, like we were saying before, yeah. the negligence of or I mean. I guess mm. not necessarily negligence, but of an android prioritizing something else over the sun. And the logical fallacy he... of the trolley problem. Yes, the trolley car. Um, when Hank pulls the gun on you and asks, like, you know, do you did you feel anything when you killed those androids or when the androids died or, or whatever? Like, did that do anything? And he pulls the gun on him. And he's like, what will happen if if you die? Will, will anything happen? I 51% of players, I showed fear. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'm like afraid of the situation and then when i did that it said like your pro like changing your programming the whole thing popped up in the corner and then i said uh when he said what happens when you die and i said nothing nothing happens and then that popped up a little thing as well yeah so i got um i got a very similar thing i also showed fear um and then when hank uh i'm just looking to see oh yeah basically i sort of diffused the situation a little bit Mm. um and he was like, you know, what happens when you die? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm not looking to find out. Like, yeah, de-escalated the situation. Uh, I can't see the percentage clearly. I think that's 62 or 82. Mm. I can't see, but it led to um, Connor leaving Hank alone. So basically, Hank is just like, do you know what? Fuck this. Like, I'm I'm not dealing with this now. Yeah. And he gets into his car and he drives off. Yeah, that happens to me too. What was that, what? sorry? What is the alternative? Uh, there's another ending, sh- though. There's two other endings. Um, oh, that's right. Oh, no, sorry. There is only one other ending. Apologies. I lied. Wow. That's a liar. Uh, confirmed. 
Um, <laughs> Hank shoots Connor in the head. That's the. Oh, you know, damn. That'd be wild. Do you know, it, it has to be something, right? Like if you're, if, if your relationship with Hank at that point is so broken anyway, because my relationship with him prior to the Eden club, he was friend. Now he's gone down to like being warm. Mm. Um, so I guess if you're just like in a really, really shit relationship with Hank, I guess he could just like pull a slug in Yeah, head. but like <clears throat> him shooting in the head kind of contradicts his, his whole spiel. He was saying like, clearly he was like taken aback or shaken up by these two androids that killed themselves. So like, why would know, him like, killing you? I feel like would be like, well, what's like, what's the well, because like Man, you, they you didn't kill himself the... and he still puts a gun against my head. So you killed True. the ant in our playthrough. We, we kind of killed an android in cold blood, right? Like, yeah, you know, you can, you can, I don't know. That's like a whole fucking ethical can of worms of like, you know, right. I was like, we can you, get like the, the, the legality the of that, that shit, you know, like, if there's someone that you are detaining and you shoot them. Yeah, that's that's a whole can of worms. Let's not open that one. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it seems like this is one of those moments in these decision-based games where, regardless of what you do, like all roads lead to here. Yep. All signs point to Lauderdale. That's a day to remember song. Okay, I was like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, for all you got out there that got that, a day to remember. A day to remember. Great band. Uh, but this next section we now are essentially playing a hitman game because <laughs> this that's what i'm reminded of i don't know if you guys got the same vibes bro, from yes. the start for tower but i was like bro this is like hitman this is action and espionage and this section was fucking dope yeah it, it was wild so we, we we checked back in at marcus and he is again still not complacent with his existence of just hiding right He's out there and he's like, he's walking on the streets, seeing the androids being abused and just taken advantage of. And he just, he just can't take it. He goes back to Jericho and says, we have to do something. We have to send a message and we have to tell the people what we want. We want freedom and all, and all this stuff too. And some of the people are hesitant, but, um, oh gosh, what's the girl's name? North. How you North, get yeah. North, man? God damn. Yeah. North, North is a hundred percent pro-violence. She's like, fuck oh, them yeah. all, kill them all. And Josh is like, we should do that. And then Simon's the neutral part, like, well, what do you want to do, Marcus? As how all those situations usually happen. It's North being aggressive, Josh yeah, being really, the, and Simon being the middleman. Yeah, literally, you've got the left, the right, and the middle there, haven't you? Fuck. Yep. Uh, but the whole plan is to infiltrate Starford Tower, which is kind of where the usual usually plays on the on the big front of this building, massive building. They have a huge screen, screen, a huge screen on there. I can't talk today. They have a huge screen, plays the news at a certain point in time, and they're going to go and infiltrate that newsroom to send a message to the people that they are there and they have they they want freedom. Uh, and again. It all, like I said, I, I use the Hitman reference because that's how it felt to me. Because right when you like come into there, you're trying to figure out how to sneak and sneak your way up to the top of the tower. Um, the first thing I did was there is like two receptionists, and then there's one around the corner. I the two receptionists were kind of like talking to someone, so I decided to talk to the lady that was around the corner. You can analyze her desk, and you can see kind of what her name is. You can see her address and all the stuff, and then you can. You can make a, a false or a fake phone call to um, 
to her phone. Yes. Uh, it doesn't show the other options because I, I don't know why they're they're locked. There's a couple, but I chose which was 18% of players poses a fireman, which says calls her and tells her that her building is on fire and that she needs to come to her house right away. And then she frantically gets up and leaves and runs it's out. Wild. Yeah. 59% of people chose like me to pose as a teacher. Um, mm. And you call her up and you're basically like, hi, this is so-and-so from so-and-so nursery, wherever a kid goes to. Really what if she doesn't have a kid? Oh, yeah, I guess I should have picture that she has a kid on her desk. Yeah. Um, and it's like... <laughs> Whatever, shut up. It's like, oh, you know, really sorry to say this, but your youngest, blah, 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 has been sick at school. We think you should come pick her up. Um, and she leaves to basically go and get a kid. And she's it's quite weird. She's very much like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, whoa. Gets a bit sort of annoyed about having to leave work. I'd be like, yo, deuces. Like, I got fucking... This dumbass kid is sick again. Like, fuck, sure. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I spoke to the receptionist beforehand Mm. um, because one of them was uh, not talking to someone when I walked up to her. Mm. Um, And she's basically like, I'm like, oh, I have an appointment. She's like, oh, sure, of course. Uh, Show me your ID. And you're like, um, uh, one second. And she basically turned around, and then I went to the supervisor. Oh, interesting, because I, I talked to her afterward and had that same interaction. And Marcus gives her the ID, and as she puts her hand down, he puts her hand on her and essentially now can control her or makes her deviant. Still a little fuzzy on what Marcus's superpower is right now, and also how he obtained his superpower. But in any ways, he can touch androids, and they do what he says. It's, very, it's a very convenient power. It's also like... Yeah. It shifts how long it takes, like every time he uses it, because before it was like, okay, it takes a couple of seconds, and he has to convince them of things still. Like, oh, you're th- this one, he's just like, you're mine now. <laughs> it's just like he's okay. he's honed his craft. He's been training. That's it, man. He's he's in Hustlers Academy, man. He knows uh, how to no. love bomb it, girls. And- also, like the the human person was looking at a screen. She would have never noticed us touch the android's hand. Like we yeah, didn't I don't have know why to, we had to distract all the, the fire woman. department. Yeah. I gave her a heart attack saying her house was on fire, so whoops. Yeah, what did My you bad. Do, Same thing. Hold house? house? On fire. Yeah. Dang. Oh, hell yeah. See? Yeah, I posed as a fireman, and then she just like... It's our California oh brains. You know, we're always, yeah, we're our like... houses are always fucking burning down. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so then you go past security, you take the elevator, and then you yep. arrive at floor 47, which is the floor mm. below the floor we need to be at. Like Agent 47 from Hitman. I'm, I'm calling that a reference. Damn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. And then for some... Okay, this is where... It, so this section was cool, I agree, but yeah. makes zero fucking sense to me, if I'm being mm. honest. Because we then go to a bathroom mm, in which right. the only unlocked door is the door we need to go in, in which someone has hidden... Maintenance clothes. clothes. Maintenance clothes for androids that mm-hmm. we then put on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then throughout this entire thing, there's like you have parachutes, you have like this plasma cutters. These motherfuckers couldn't even get parts. Like yesterday, they were too afraid to go outside, this... and now they have an entire criminal organization set up where they got like <laughs> buy tools. It just doesn't this... make any fucking sense. This whole section screamed like, "Don't think about it too hard." For me, <laughs> yeah. just like like in surface level, like. I was like, after the section, I was like, wow, that was amazing. That was crazy. Like, sitting now and, like, breaking it down with you and you saying that, I'm like, 
I, I mean, yeah, I, you're right. They have a whole like criminal organization, but you just don't think about it too hard. Who left the clothes in the room? Do they have someone working on the inside? Because clearly that would be the only way they get the clothes so, in the room. How'd they get the clothes in the first place? That's what I assumed. I assumed that someone that has become deviant and is in mm. is at Jericho um, is involved somehow. Yeah. Uh, but, like... I don't know, bro. Fucking like, <laughs> like you said, you can't think about it too much. Like it's yeah, just yeah. like cool. And then once yeah. again, there's the there's the fucking like uh what's his name? Android I don't know, like the like security not Android, but he's like the maintenance guy. And you just walk up to him and like touch him and you're like, I need help. And then he just like does everything and allows you to take the cart. And I'm like, I'm so yeah. confused how this superpower has developed so quickly for him where he can just mind yeah, really, control androids at will it, re- it really skyrocketed though uh you opened the emergency exit too so north can also come in she's also disguised in maintenance people um outfits as well so you now you take your little cart you have to get into the security r- or the server room like kind of where where everything is you can also climb your way up to the top of the building too that's where our grapple and our laser cutter comes in uh but you have to find a way to distract the cards uh 24 of players which is what i did hacked the little like roomba that's yep. like sweeping the floors that's what i did and it malfunctions are like what's happening over there and then they walk past me to go investigate and then, i hacked yeah. the food dispenser oh interesting oh, okay yeah so there's a giant like vending machine you walk up to it and once again not how hacking works, but he just puts his hand against it and it starts malfunctioning. And then they're like, "Oh, this fucking thing again!" God damn it! Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather him just like kick it and it break, and then be like, "Ah." Mm. Okay, okay, like no, I guess shit. he is walking away from the vending machine. That's not <laughs> sus at all. Uh, also, like you'd look and you'd be like. We don't have this model of Android as a maintenance worker. Like that's not. Also, he doesn't even have his little thing. So like, oh yeah, they'd be like, I I guess I didn't see any human maintenance guys. All the ones I saw were androids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, here's here's another problem that I am confused about. Uh, All the androids look the same. They're all the same models. Like North has like a bunch of the model that looks just like her, and as we saw, Jerry's are one of a dozen. Uh, So like. You don't. Everyone knows you're an android because you look like all the other androids that's that what exist. I, was saying. I guess that's true. There's a bunch of Norths, and you're like, aren't you? Uh, yeah, aren't, aren't you? I I swear to God, I had sex with you last yeah, I night. Say, like, like, I, swear <laughs> I had sex with you last night. <laughs> yeah, like it would be like, I mean. like you look at Marcus and you'd be like, you're not the model of maintenance worker that we have in this yeah. tower, like. You'd be like, it would be like seeing a bunch of iPhones walking around and being like, "That's an iPhone 13." Unless, why is that? Bro, you could distinguish a 12 and a 13 by glands. Nah, nah, man. Unless it was a black guy and a girl with titties, I could. (laughs) If we think about it really hard, it could be Mm -hmm. some sort of commentary on how the androids are so unimportant that the humans they just blend in the background. Humans don't even fucking care. They don't pay attention. I can see that. I can see that 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 devil's advocate, um, you know, like argument. They're, they're less than human. They're you know, we don't need to also, look at it. It's doing uh, its job. Most unrealistic part of this game is that all of the service and like security androids are are white, which is like, you know, that's not happening. Me and L had a whole big cucking conversation about like 
what do you do? What do you do if like someone comes into a shop and is like, I want to buy four black androids, and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, we I have want the, like oh, we I have the black and one white have. one. Yeah, and they're like, I got three and one white one. You're like, No, I'm a white man. I want all black androids. <laughs> Maybe like, it's a, you know, we brought up the cool. whole like pedophilia thing. Maybe this is people's racist outlet. Maybe also, they're racist to androids. They won't be racist to people. No offense, and this is going to sound bad coming from me, but like the whole slavery thing in the game is just like a little <laughs> overdone. Like, I, I get the, <laughs> the whole slavery thing in real life is a little overrated, right? Like, it was comparison, bad, guys. Come on. But every time there's a speech, there's like the option for slavery, and I'm like, okay, that's a little too far. Let's be honest. Like, I, w- I went with slavery options. Oh, no, of course you know. did. Is it is it a little bit too far, though? Because like, well, if they, if they now they, see they themselves as yeah, if they now see yeah. themselves as alive as whatever that means to them, and they're being held in captive, right? Is that that'd be like saying like you know these people, these people we brought over from Africa want to be free, and they keep talking about slavery like it's so overdone. Like why are they? <laughs> no, the difference being that those people had lives before being sold I mean, into chattel slavery. And additionally, we didn't create black people out of like slaves out of the fucking ethos. They existed. They were other human beings. We literally built androids. I get what you're saying that like they have feelings and like no right. one wants to have to clean a bathroom. But like, come You've on, someone's really got to clean the fucking bathroom. The you got to lean into the real, like, really lean into the become human part of the title of the game, right? Yeah. yeah. Kai showing his anti-Android colors uh, as we continue <laughs> on. Kai so. showing that he would have been a slave owner. <laughs> 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 I can know, justify the, this shit, you know. The bigger question is, like, what does it mean to be human? That's the... Mm. I think, therefore, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. but, yes, we, we continue in the server room. Uh, we have the option to lock the door, which, I mean, maybe you're just trying to go against the grain, but that's the first fucking thing that North tells you to do is make sure the door's locked. So 81% of players lock the door. 20... I wonder what oh, happens if no. you don't. Bro, fucking North could tell me to bark like a dog and I would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but also, it just logistically, it makes sense, right? Like, right. Somebody on... Somebody Barking like a be- dog? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, someone's got to be like watching the CCTV of this building or some shit and be like, oh, right. why are the fucking androids in? I mean, we know they have CCTV that comes into play well, later. We, um, uh, yeah. And what we find out is that apparently, fucking by the grace of God, one of those androids happens to just be a uh, fucking. Well, I mean, maybe that's like the, what they just didn't explain, right? They had an android on the inside and that was their inside man, right? Why would they not explain that? I, I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it. He does have a point, though, like because you know normally, I'm I'm not saying we should have played through everything, right? But like some sort of acknowledgement of like, right, it's been two weeks. We've gathered all the materials. We've got the people on the inside. We've we've put the fins in place. This is like they fucking woke up, had their Weetabix, and was just like, you know what? We're gonna go hijack a broadcast network. Yeah, bro, and they have like they have like like bombs that unlock doors, like. And I like all that shit. I'm like, yeah, like this is fucking thermite grenade that like knocks the door handle out. <laughs> yeah. so, they have yeah. they have suction cup things that have like. I, I was That's like, true, okay, yeah. this is a lot, a lot, of, a lot of noises. What is happening here? here? Yeah. So in the server room, we cut the glass. Marcus uses little suction cup things. He uses his laser to cut laser to cut a circle. Moves that out. And okay, so I'm I actually sh- did. 
enjoy the part of them like climbing and it's very like dramatic and everything like that was like that was like cool as like but now we're like in a mission impossible right we're like climbing the side of a fucking building i'm assuming if you don't lock the door you foul the broadcast because if you look mm. up on the fin they're all locked i can't see what they are but yeah and um, it just ends it goes across and it just ends it doesn't carry on into the whole next section with the actual broadcast so i'm assuming someone comes in through the door and stops the androids Maybe like uh, a maintenance wild. worker comes in. To... In the most uh, anticlimactic moment of this game so far, I my game froze as you're going to kick through the top floor. <laughs> so like right before he breaks through the glass on the top floor and jumps through, it just like, and he was just like stuck in the air. And then it was like, this program is not responding. And I was like, fuck. Oh, shit. No. Oh, that is I, had play through, I had to play through this the, section the again, uh, oh, which was not ideal. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we get to the we get to the top floor and we call the elevator to let the other members of of the group Jericho come in. Again, we okay. blow the door open with our spy bombs. Uh, also, I just want to be clear: you go up to the elevator and you press the button of the elevator, and the doors just open and they're already there. It's not like they <laughs> rode up. It's not like you called the elevator. They just were like standing. In the elevator, it was, waiting it's a one, for it's a one way elevator. It can only open from the outside. Hmm. Very problematic, but that's just you know that's the design. You know, yeah, it's just it's just plot armor. Um, so this is this is where where the action kicks in because we reach the main access room and there is security guards that are blocking the way. And again, this is where our three our three musketeers peep in, and North is like, "Kill him! Doesn't fucking matter." Josh is like, no, they're human. We're trying to send a message. And Simon's like, what do you want to do? Like, Dora the Explorer staring right into the screen at us. Uh, <laughs> and guess what, guys? I chose violence. I was like, oh, let's kill these motherfuckers. Surprise, let's do this. Surprise. 14% well, of players attack the security guards there. Uh, as you go and turn, they both uh, come out. And you can 9% of players draw the gun. So Marcus pulls out the gun. Killed. And one of the security guards also has a gun pointed at us. And the other one has a phone calling security. So it has a thing where you can choose which one you want to, mm -hmm. to shoot, essentially. Uh, 6% of players shoot the guard. I shot the guard that was on the phone. But in doing so, um, the guy with the gun shoots Simon. Simon gets shot in the shoulder. And then North tackles him and ends up killing him, too. Yeah. But 26% like of, <laughs> of players had Simon damaged, which... Our, my, my overall uh, reputation with Jericho goes down and then with Josh, it heavily goes down because he also was not appreciating this situation in general. Um, uh, I went for the slightly more pacifist route. There was still a little bit of violence. Um, so okay. it really uh, didn't make sense, to be honest, the other option. It doesn't, no. So basically, Killing everybody. <laughs> North and Nora, uh, Marcus oh. walk up to the table um, and are basically posing as maintenance workers. And the two guys behind the desk, uh, that was 85% of people did the ruse. Um, mm. And then they walk over and they're like, "Like you're maintenance workers. What are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. And you basically like Vulcan death grip judo chop them and like knock them out. Um, and that then sounds violent just... to me. 70% of people incapacitated the yeah. security guard. And then Marcus just walks up and puts his hand on the pad. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. He Because this comes up in Connor's Finn. He walks up and he rings the bell. Yeah. Um, and then the door to the broadcast room opens. Yep. And they, they hold uh, the people I did in pull a hostage. gun on them. That did happen. 
you did. Oh, see. Wow. Yeah. So as you're, if you do ruse, you're walking up to them, and then it prompts you like draw a weapon. And yes. I didn't know that wasn't not an option, so I was like, okay. So then I just drew the gun, and I was like, get over there. And they just stand there, and they're like, Menacing please don't kill me. And then you Juno chop them like Spock, and then they just fall to the ground. <laughs> it's really funny, like, like when you fucking incapacitate them, they come up to you, and you're just like, in their fucking neck, and then they just collapse on the floor. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Um. So yeah, we get into the we get into the operating room. We get into there deal with the android operators marcus just like gives them a head nod to leave and they're like yes master they walk out north and josh threaten the operator that's the one running the actual broadcast um one of the operators does try to escape you can let them go or shoot them 54 percent of players shot that motherfucker I'm like nope did you guys kill him or did you let him go i shot him i shot him too there he is guys how does it how does it is it nice and cozy here it's like do you know what it is feel right? nice to be on this side of the the side it of the fence is. what happens if you don't shoot him uh if you don't shoot him it doesn't say i'm assuming there's, that the there, there's no like extra branch on. that comes off of it it just ends there so i don't know yeah. if like yeah maybe later so on it's, a, it's a moot so. point it the only thing it does is that shooting him opens up a different option in one of the later chapters because it's got one of the right. little locks next to it yes i mean um, also you lose because at the end of the section and once you do the broadcast it, they do like the news reel like yeah. cut yes. together and they're like one of the operators was shot after trying to escape the androids yeah. and then it's like the little my down arrow of public, per, like, yeah, public opinion oh my public opinion yeah. is fucked it's it's yeah. gone uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the hated category right now. I don't know if y'all. I'm not. I'm not in that group. I'm not in hated. No. Okay. Um. Uh, I yeah. I I didn't want to shoot him, but I was like, you know, if I don't I mean, shoot him, he's you'd, gonna you a little bit. I know you. There's a part. I feel like I there like, should have been like an option of like, tase. don't shoot, shoot non-lethal or shoot lethal. Like, you, know, true, like, shoot like him, you shoot him through the heart at fifty feet away, which is. Yeah. What's worse, getting shot in like the like Achilles and just like bleeding out shot over there? Like the that feels like, oh, I mean, like you could like shot you could, like shoot through a kneecap or saying you know like yeah oh, if you can shoot hand. through the, if you can shoot through the heart of fifty yards away he can shoot through the knee. No, he can, he, he's an android. Away. He could have definitely gone for a non-lethal approach, but you know, yeah. But Marcus Violence. is just like must impress North. Bang, must impress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. North was like, mm. oh. there was a lot of like weird sexual tension between them. This whole section, and I was just like, what's mm. happening? What's going on? Yeah, I want to. I want to fuck the boss. That's what she's thinking. Do yeah. they even have feeling? Sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like Avatar. Does Marcus, like, they hook does Marcus up even have a yeah. penis? You could. Why would they? Like, why would they have given him a penis? They wouldn't have given him a penis, but North definitely has a vagina. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Don't. Are you, are you telling me that you can't engage in uh, one-way sexual relation with a woman? Yeah, but for, I, I think the the androids, the pleasurable, <laughs> not, the- not, not not that is pleasurable for yourself alone. Like, well, also I mean, like maybe maybe Marcus is just riding that high of eating mm-hmm. pussy twenty four yeah, seven. Just, yeah, he's just a giver. He's just a, <laughs> he's yeah. a giver. Well, also again. I don't think the the pleasure it was is is for the not for the android. It's for the individual using the android. That's why the parts mm. are there. So I don't know. If, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a hundred fucking flashlight shoved up in there. Oh yeah, yeah it's essentially 100% some sort of like you know like 
put fingers into side of head and like interlink on a neural network or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like the avatar, or... the tentacles like, like grouped together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somehow we, we came here. This is why we, they we can't have equal rights. Okay. Why do we always end up on six, right? Like we yeah, are exactly. four for four. Uh, because no, I want a what's... fucking Android and that's all this game has convinced me of. What's, what's more important is we begin this, how you guys began the broadcast. First, mm-hmm. first of all, Marcus, D sheds his skin and has his Android face, which I guess I, guess I know people might, might say like, oh, why the fuck is he going to do that? That's weird. But he's not like distinguishable as an Android. I guess mm-hmm. now that he doesn't have his little thingy. So he wanted to make sure people were like, I am Android and that's who's I, I would have liked him to start off as an Android and, and then put his face on. And because oh. he's going to be the face of the movement, right? Like he's going to be the face of the Android's yeah. civil right movement. And it doesn't help that he looks like a supervillain. You know, that's... He looks like a crash <laughs> test dummy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he does like a crash He's got, like, the proper polygonal face and everything. Um, he does. Um, 43% of you... people like me, sorry, started determinedly. But I'm curious. Oh, I... Oh, I, started I started calmly. What was you going to ask, Kai? Sorry. Uh, how does the hair work? Cause I get like skin, it's just like you know, but like also digital. It no, it's not. No, it's not though. No, but I mean, like it's something that can like. Cause she had to cut the hair. He can grow. Mm. He can grow and shorten it whenever. It must <laughs> like, like it must the play doh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just like squeeze it out the top. You can, like, tuck it back in when you're done with it. It must be. Um, there must be like some sort of like artificial follicle or something. But I mean, you're right. Like he cuts the hair. If she could Kara just cuts her hair suck it back in, wouldn't you just suck it back in and be like? I mean, for what I've what I've learned, Marcus is the exception. He's he's RA nine. He's the super android. He can do whatever he wants. Don't so maybe ask it's questions. like a human weave or something. I don't know. Like <laughs> human, human weave. weave. I don't know what the situation is. It's got to be real maybe, though. Maybe that's like a, like a, one of the higher tier androids. Like this android comes with like real human hair. Like this is donated. Oh, hair also speaking of higher tier androids, the only android we've ever seen who's done like clue observation is Connor. But when mm-hmm. you're in the receptionist, it's the same thing that you're like, you scan the woman's child and then like the child's like information comes up. Like somehow yeah. he's connected to the police database as well, where he's just like, ah, yes, this is blah, 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 blah. And you like scan everything. And I'm like, why would Marcus have this access? Explain to me. Because it's relevant for this time. Superpowers. He's wow. limitless wow. now, bro. Game, guys. Yeah. A lot of plot holes. So a- after that, by you start again. Marcus goes on this whole spiel of who they are and and you know what they want and you can kind of go about and pick what what direction the androids want to go in. So the first yes. one, I sixty three percent of players I demanded the end of slavery, and sixty eight percent of players demanded equal rights as well. Those are the two I, I demanded the equal section. rights and demanded recognition. Mm. Okay, see, I can understand like I can understand that like you get the recognition first. And then you demand the end of slavery. That's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, no, sense. I went with Jared. I did end of slavery and equal rights. Oh, there we go. Um, after, the, <laughs> after that, I demanded justice, which um, Marcus says, you know, any crime against an android is the same as if it was a person. And then demanding the right to work. 32% of players that like, wow. have Jared. You, did. you let I, you, neither you put, of those. You took the foot off of the racist angle, bro. I went thirty-one percent of people enter segregation, uh, and sixty-two yeah. percent of people demanded universal suffrage. 
I yeah. also did universal suffrage. Well, see, I, I think I, I I hit the like the, the the slavery and equal rights thing in the beginning, so I wanted to make sure I like hit all my bases, you know. No. And, then, and then lastly, I did the right to own property, which was an accident. I didn't mean. <laughs> I, I also didn't, did the, I also I did the right mean, to own property. I didn't mean to. I just clicked the wrong button, and I was like, well, okay. Well. Do you know what it is, right? Like because none of them are good choices, right? So the first. I was one like, would you would have put reproduction? Is that what you would have yeah, wanted? So the first one I is mean, demand. You know, your boy loves Android fucking all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. So. I know. That's like one of them, right? Like twenty something percent of people, and I was like, "That doesn't make any sense. How are you like retroactively gonna like yeah?" Put didn't make sense in my mind doesn't either. Uh, demand territory. I was like, "Well, hang on. Like, we've just demanded equal rights and the end of slavery and the end of segregation. Yeah. Cal- like, calm down, there, buddy. Let's we not- want Canada now. Yeah. Also, yeah. to be like, yeah, to be like, we want to end segregation. Give us a place where we can be free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's not demand too much. So my default right. option was the right to own property. <laughs> I had that a similar mindset. I went with own property. I was like, sure. I was like none of these are good. I don't really like any of these answers, but this is the lesser of these evils. So I guess. Fuck yeah. it. Did you end um, peacefully or did you end determinately? So I was in the twenty four percent of players that ended God determinately, which is like you know, you know, he's like, this is what we want and everything like that. He's like, but we're not gonna sit down and let you not give it to us. He's yeah, like, there will I not wonder be why peace your public and- opinion is dog shit. <laughs> he said, he said there will not be peace until all androids are free. Fucking Malcolm X over here, Jesus Christ! All right. Um- <laughs> No, so I started determinedly, and I was very much like, you know, we are androids, we are people, blah, blah, blah. But then uh, 75% of people, I ended peacefully and was basically See, like, I had that. I had the opposite of that. I was like, I, peaceful start. We went very determinedly. determinedly and was like, you know, we want to be taken seriously. And then at the end, Marcus is very much like, you know, we don't want riots. We don't want fighting. We just want to be taken seriously and be acknowledged for being... Mm the beings that we are um yeah it's still what do you think this other path opinion, that comes but... after this is well yeah i saw that only 32 percent of players leave the broadcast room that's I'm, wild i'm assuming then that if you shoot the guy security if you comes don't in. shoot the guy mm, security, security stops you because that that track ends right there i mean it does look like there's a track that does loop back around to the roof but it looks like there's some of them that actually do end there there's there's a track that goes from that bit other than the broadcast room and goes off and round and has a whole bunch of endings that can mm. also so 32 percent section was fucking long <laughs> so it, really it can loop around from just leaving the broadcast yes. room i like we all left uninterrupted you just go up the stairs yeah. but there's a whole other arc that loops around the top and comes back to the on the roof section Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there's some sort of like shootout or something, and maybe yeah, maybe some possibly. of the team die or something. I don't know. Uh, so on the roof, I'm curious of what you guys get, but I'll go with mine since I had Simon injured in this, and you guys had all your people safe. So 59% of players, Simon can't continue. We get to the roof, and he sits down, and he's like, "I can't feel my legs anymore. I can't go on." Bye, and again, now we <laughs> now we get the, the the they're all arguing between each other. North says that we should just kill him because they're going to wipe his they're gonna look at his memory and everything and know where we are. And Josh wow. says we can't do that. We have to just we have to we have to go. We we have to go right now. Uh I couldn't kill Simon, so I, I left Simon there. We give Simon a gun and leave him on the roof. But Marcus says, I'm not killing one of my own and my relationship with josh goes up and my relationship with north goes down i was like fucking north chill okay she's like fucking kill him kill him they're gonna look at his memory they'll know where they are i was like okay north north loves blood sport she really does and you know what like most of the time i can like match her energy but this time i was like okay north 
Let's it's really conflicting because you're like, I do want this relationship to happen, but everything <laughs> she wants is against how I've been playing this game, and I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, she's a proper little murder hobo, man. <laughs> she she really is. Uh, I did I did not kill Simon because that felt wrong to me, and even like contextually in the story, Marcus is like, I don't kill my own, and I was like, okay, that like in this situation of deviance and everything like he's trying to stand up for them so Bro, couldn't, couldn't uh, the can... android just kill himself though like why didn't we yeah. just give him a gun I think that's why like, they gave hey, him the gun yeah hey bud i think yeah. jared said he did give him a gun we did give him a gun oh. but he did not kill himself with it oh well fucking he fucking pussy. let the team down didn't he fucking yeah <laughs> Literally, this is why, uh, this is why humans are better. Humans would have off themselves. I would have fucking salvaged him personally. I would have taken like his like pump regulator and all the blue Jeez. blood I could take. Bro, it's the greater good, isn't it? Like, yeah, also, but what's the difference than just killing him then? I would have just strapped him to my chest oh, and fucking him. parachuted it down. <laughs> like in fucking High Fry Rush where Cinnamon yeah. is on, on some <laughs> exactly. guy's back. That actually would have been great. That would have been fine. Uh, but the guards break down the door, and now we have to run and jump off the roof. Um, ninety-eight percent of players reach the roof edge, so two percent of I players know. do not reach the also, edge of the roof. Ninety-nine percent of players jump, so I don't. What? What? Well, I don't know. And these percentages are weird because, like, there's no other option. <laughs> Wait, yes. Who is the one percent? Uh, oh, I'm assuming. Well, the I guess there's players the that people. didn't get to get to the roof. Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming the people that had some sort of shootout or whatever. That's not how these percentages um, have ever hang worked. On, wait, let me. I'm going to look up the rest of the branches, you guys. I'm going to look right. up a 100% flowchart. Yeah, so I jumped off the roof. Uh, you parachute down, and then there's like again the montage of the media just going crazy. And for me, it, uh, the media was very anti-Android. They referred to us as terrorists most of the time. Like every time they talked about us, there we were terrorists. Uh, I had the 48% of player ending that the group escapes, but Simon was left behind. So unfortunately, I did have to leave Simon behind, but I had a huge... I, I am now hated because I... Mostly probably because I killed lots of people in the in uh, the Starford Tower trying to um, send my message. Uh, and I guess ending it determinant, which showed that I was like, you know, we're here and we're happy and we want to live with you. Uh, but if you don't accept our demands, there will be no peace for you. So... Yeah. The 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 society and the public opinion did not appreciate mm. that. I've I've found a hundred percent flowchart. Um, I may I wait for Kai to come back. Anyway. Um, so I think. Oh, speak yep, of the devil. Is. Speak of the devil, and Hi, he will we appear. We just waiting for you to come back. Um, oh. so at the end of mm -hmm. the speech, it is possible for the SWAT team to storm the room. Oh. Um, as a result of this, Simon is damaged. So if he's not damaged previously, he will be damaged then. Uh, you can try to save him, or you can leave him. Uh, what happens after that? On the roof, Simon can't continue. You can either leave him or execute him. Ah, there is the option, if the SWAT is here, um, the group is shot. And then oh, wow. Marcus is injured. So North helps Marcus and then you jump. Um, that leads to the group escape, but Simon was destroyed. Oh. So Simon can either be left behind intact, so they can salvage his memory and all of that shit, or the group escapes, but Simon yeah. was destroyed. I got 28%. Uh, the group escaped. That was it. Nobody was injured mm. ever. Um, my media reacts was was interesting um because they called to call you terrorists as well they didn't call us terrorists um no. they did basically say that like oh no they did 
they did call us terrorists, but it was very much like, you know, these terrorists have hijacked a broadcast. They're demanding equal rights. They're saying this, that, the other, but it it did go down because we killed the guy, but it wasn't as like, we were only terrorists because we did a terrorist activity. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. like they're bad yeah. people. It yeah. was like, we're calling them terrorists well, it was... because like... Also, in the lore of the game, this is the first time that the media has reported on androids being deviants like mm-hmm. that, which isn't true, but that's... I was Besides like, yeah, point, even in the car in the beginning, we were re- watching the news and it talked about fucking magazines killing. about. Yeah, but that's what Amanda says. She's like, we're keeping this out of the media. And then well, like, Amanda's when they're fucking, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Uh, and then when they're doing the broadcast, it's like, if this is true, if these are androids, like they're questioning if they even are androids. And they're like, then well, that, this that, could that mean gives the big, end big, to big Fox society as we know it. If yeah. these androids are even real, the China androids. China. Fox News, baby. There we go. Yeah, so it it was it was interesting because the media reacts was like was very mixed, um, and it was very much like depending on the news outlet. Some of them were like, "Oh, mm. these are androids who are trying to get their freedom." Do you know what's this mean? And then there were other like fear mongering ones that were like, "If androids are killing people in broadcast towers, how do we know we're safe in our homes? How do we not know that our uh, androids that was at home the are gonna... that was the um, message on all of my broadcasts where these crazy ass androids are taking over and now our technology is taking over the world and everyone's like a very anti-android at this moment. Interesting. It's unfortunate because that not my um, intention. I mean, I guess murder was the intention so I guess, you know, you gotta what's the expression? Yeah. You gotta Man. sit in your bed once you make crack, it. You, make, you, you make crack, bed, a, crack make a few eggs to make an omelette. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Whatever. Insert expression that works for you here. Um, We now round out to the last section of this leg, which is Public Public Enemy, enemy. which we, we... are playing as Connor again, and now we're back in our Zen Garden, which every time we come here, I'm more and more convinced this is not real, and this is all in Connor's head. Um, and you'll talk and to Amanda. Amanda says, I love it here. It's so secluded from the rest of the city. Though, to give your to defend your point, it's mm. not snowing in the Zen Garden, and it's snowing everywhere else in Detroit at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to tell, because I don't sussy. know... I don't know, maybe this is like a mutual place that the two of them meet. Like maybe she has an avatar. She maybe she's a human, she has an avatar in this world and she can summon Comma to talk to her there. I just didn't think about that. Or maybe she's just a super maybe like Connor is such high intelligence. Uh and oh. he just has this like super self aware AI that is aware of the fact that she's not in the city and she's not do you know what i mean like she she's mm. woke she's pretty woke she's pretty woke. What? i'm so confused what you're talking about what i'm saying is that maybe maybe amanda is real and that the version we see in the zen garden like an is avatar an avatar that she uses to talk with her androids or maybe it is all a program but the program is so self-aware that it knows that it isn't in the city it's in the zen garden away from the city Yo, watch Amanda be RA9. 
That would make no sense. I wouldn't bro. be surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I'll fucking conspiracy theories around. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. You, she's talk, you talk the, with Amanda. She's the creator of androids, I assume. No, she's, she's not. Though. Oh, okay. She's not because I don't know about you guys. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off like that. Like, no, she's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um actually, there was a but... magazine that I actually read that talks about how uh, a guy. They're always high school students, like college students. I don't know why, but college student uh, made the first Android prototype um, mm. and then basically received well, that's a bunch super of, fucking unrealistic. But... Made a bunch of, uh, got a bunch hey, of funding, made lots of mass things, so. produced it. Um, and now he's like a trillionaire and he's like gone off the radar and no one knows where he is. Like he doesn't, he doesn't get seen in public. He's just like, maybe an he's RA9. Maybe he's RA9. Maybe he, he's yeah. a tr- if he's a trillionaire and he's the one who created these things in the first place, no Wouldn't one would be better. Me. I don't know. There, there's there's something something off about Amanda. I can't put my finger on it yet, but she's there is real brown. Well, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Just kidding. Uh, but now we're in Start for Tower. And we're playing as Connor. Connor and Hank are now investigating the situation here. Uh, 83% of players had the coin confiscated from Connor in the elevator because Connor is flicking this coin back and forth. It's spinning on his finger in a very cool way. I thought can, it was cool. Can I run through mine? Because mine was super fucking brief, and I have a feeling that yours oh, a bit longer. Mine was much longer. I Okay, go for it. Um, okay, yeah. So the, uh, the coin is confiscated, um, understandably, because whatever Connor's doing is really fucking annoying. He's like flicking it from hand to hand and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get out of the room and you have a chance to listen to the briefing. You just hold L1, Connor automatically yeah. walks. Um, and basically, it's a guy from the local police department who's just outlaying everything that happened. Yeah. He's like, you know, there's two guys in my playthrough, two guys were incapacitated. Um, one office broadcast personnel was shot and basically you walk into the broadcast room and there's some fucking douchebaggy looking dude. Fucking Perkins. Yes. Uh, fucking FBI Perkins. agent Perkins. And yep. I couldn't tell if him and Hank actually had a history or It kind of seemed that way. I got that vibe a little bit too. If he just knows nah, of I Hank. I just hate the FBI. Yeah. But basically, uh, Perkins makes a joke about how. Oh, Perkins Christ. makes a joke about how um, he's like, "Oh, they've got androids investigating androids now." Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah and Hank just sort of looks at him, and then Perkins is like, "Oh, are you sure you're the best person to like be investigating androids, given everything that happened?" Uh, and there's some like very obvious tension between the two of them, and obviously alluding to something happening to do with androids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Perkins, we walk off, and Perkins is like, "Oh, wait, don't forget, like, don't fuck up my crime scene." <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry, Kai. You you can play you can play with your fidget <laughs> thing. I was just, I was just, I felt bad after I did it because then you stopped. No, fucking, you weren't even paying attention to Ben. You're just I was paying attention the whole time. Tag off. Uh, yes. So everything that has happened so far is the same thing that's happened for me, so I don't understand how this gets short. Uh, because uh, I mine, didn't mine do... Mine also is very similar. I did not do an awful lot of looking around. Um, did you go straight to the roof? Nope, I did not go straight to the roof. So there's options. Oh. You can look around, you can go to the roof. Um, the kitchen. I went to the kitchen. Ah, yes. Oh. That was the first thing I did. So 
Oh, well, actually, I looked at the CCTV and I saw that there was cameras outside. And when you spin the chair around, it says Android on the back. So mm. Connor starts to think basically like, oh, they had a man on the inside. That's why yeah. th- there must have been a deviant who was controlling the door access and they've let them in, even though they shouldn't have been allowed in. Yeah. Uh, and the officer makes a comment. And he's like, oh, we've got the free Android personnel in the <laughs> kitchen if you want to go and talk to them. Um, so uh, Connor goes in and similar to the Android from the interrogation in the beginning, we're now trying to like pry stuff out of these free Androids. We have to find out which one of them is the deviant. Yep. Mm. And uh, super fucking easy to notice because one of them's giving you shifty bombastic side eye. Oh, the entire time he just like keeps looking back at, at Marcus. And even when I was talking to one of the other Androids, he had his head turned and looked at the other Android. And when I stopped Marcus, talking to him, he Marcus looked back straight. Not here. Did I say Marcus? Connor. Yeah. Oh, whatever, Connor. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very... The same, Jared. Is that it? It's yeah, Exactly. <laughs> all these androids just fucking look the same. No, it's easy to see who he is because I talk to each one of them and only one of them gives you fucking shady side eyes when you talk yeah. to him. So it's like, okay. Yeah, all the, the others are just like looking dead ahead. Um, yep. And annoyingly, even though I knew it was him, I had to go through this whole process of like, do I want to threaten them? Do I want to yeah. try and make a deal? Blah, blah, blah. It gets to a point where you can choose to probe the memory. Um, mm, so I choose to probe the memory of the deviant and Connor walks up and goes to put, like grab his hand and as he goes to do it, the deviant pushes Connor onto the side, stabs mm. a knife through Connor's hand, impaling his hand onto the side. And he takes his little, little bits out of his stomach too. Yeah, and he takes yeah. the fucking like, core power network out of the fin. Mm. Um, so now we have uh, a timer, essentially. I think you have like a minute and a half or something to work out what you're going to do. Uh, I called for Hank. I kicked mm-hmm. the chair. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the end, I looked around, I saw the knife, I grabbed the knife, and I took the knife out. Yep. Connor crawls across the floor and uh, puts the fin back into himself, and then you can now run and run towards... I ran towards the lift. Um, And as you're going around, you come into the broadcast room, you turn around and go to run towards the lift, and the, the deviant's walking towards the lift, and Connor shouts like, stop, stop, it's a deviant. Um, and now you have a split second. They have like literally like eight seconds to make a decision of if you want to grab the gun, if you want to charge the android, or if you want to protect Hank. Um, Hank's survivability in my playthrough was 40%. Mm-hmm. And me and Ellie pondered what to do for so long and didn't realize that the um, timer was going to run out. And so the timer ran out, so I didn't actually get oh, no. to choose to make a choice. And uh, I think it defaulted to what I was facing towards, which was charge the android. And so basically Connor charges the android and the android pulls a gun, like takes a gun off of one of the guards and starts trying to shoot. He shoots one cop and kills one cop. And as he turns and points it towards Connor, he shoots Connor in the shoulder and then another cop shoots the deviant dead. And that was the end of my chapter. Interesting. Uh, Mine almost the exact same way. I did more investigating in the broadcast room in which you could just like 
you can analyze some of the stuff. You could check the cameras. That was one of the things where they're like, oh, they, like, clearly they would have seen these androids coming in. Why didn't they say anything? Because they had a man on the inside. Um, I analyzed the guard next to the phone because that was the one that I had killed. So 3% of players um, did that. And then 17% of players analyzed Simon's blood. So he has, you know, Simon's model number and everything like that. And I did the whole thing where I can, like, put together the whole situation where it showed, like, Simon and Marcus and all of them walking in, shooting the guard, going through the door and everything. Um, when you watch the video, 95% of players watch the video, you can get uh, Marcus's model number, too. So um, Connor knows what model Marcus is and, and who Marcus is as well. He just, like, looks at his face and he analyzes his face and can tell what it is mm. um there's blue blood on the console that you can also analyze which i think is still simon's but um after that it's it's all the same except when you get to the decision uh 32 i decided to protect hank uh, and the deviant shoots connor just like he has a fully automatic and pretty much yeah. everyone in this room dies except for well actually i don't know if that's Connor's also what I chose. Did, um, and the Connor's whole back just gets lit up. He's yeah. riddled with bullets, and it's just I mean, Connor you're, sacrifices you're himself dead, for Hank. By the way, like oh okay yeah that's what I that's what I thought. What you want? Connor's dead, dead in quotations. I mean mm. he's an android, so it's not really right. the same thing. Yeah. So it just, and then it's it ends the same way where another one of the guards shoots the deviant, but Hank and that other guard, but everyone else because he just like unloaded this automatic weapon throughout this hallway, and Connor. Put, throws himself in front of Hank and just his whole back is just littered with bullets and then he's just on his back. And then my, my section ended with, because I never actually got to the roof, I didn't go up to the roof, ended with uh, Simon still, it's nighttime and he has a gun in his hand and he's just sitting on the roof. And then that's where my chapter ends. Interesting. <laughs> so on mine, I got mine a little bit wrong. I got my two fins confused up. 14% uh, of people rushed a deviant, which is what I mm. defaulted to pick. Um, the android kills himself I was wrong about that. He shoots the guard and then he turns the gun on himself and kills himself. Um, so 18% of people had Connor and Hank survive. Um, and this is the one where I went back and replayed it. And if you grab the gun, because I wanted to grab the gun because Connor, the guard makes a, a comment about the guy we shot. And he's like, oh, they shot his heart out from 50 yards. Like, only an android mm -hmm. can shoot like that. Um, yeah. And literally, if you grab the gun, nothing happens. Like, you literally grab the gun and you shoot one bullet straight between the android's eyes and he just dies instantly. And uh, oh. Hank, in that playthrough, which hasn't saved annoyingly, Hank become my friend because Hank was like, Wow, you say he was like you saved a lot of lives today, Connor. That was really good thinking. He's like, but more importantly, you saved my life. And it was like blue, and it was like Hank friend. I was like, oh fuck, fuck's sake, god damn it. Yeah, I'm gonna replay this section and just do that because <laughs> everyone dies in that hallway, and I feel really bad about it. Interesting, uh, Jared. I was yeah. saying that um, if you choose to grab the gun, mm. um, I because the guy makes a comment about how accurate androids can shoot. Uh, Connor just shoots a bullet between the Deviant's eyes and kills him. Like, one shot, one kill. Um, and then Hank and does this whole speech about how, like, Connor saved everyone, but more importantly, he saved Hank. And then Hank comes <sighs> up as... See, the Hank one time... The, friend. the one time I don't pick, pick the, the violent option, I was like, okay, let me protect Hank, you know? He had a 40%, so I was scared Hank was gonna die. I'm getting close to Hank. I could have just grabbed the gun and shot the guy, and that would have been the best option. 
Okay. Yeah, that is that is the best option. Um, <sighs> what is the name of this chapter? Out of curiosity, uh, this is called. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The uh, public most enemy. Wanted, yeah, most wanted. Uh, I'm just looking up a 100% walkthrough. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a lot of options here. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. There's a whole like other sections that you can do, which is kind of crazy. Uh, investigate corridors. Uh, blah blah blah. They're all pretty boring. Investigate the broadcast room. Yeah, what, what, what does the ending look like for some of these? Uh, uh, so there's a lot of things that you can learn about, like what happens during a situation. Apparently, it's possible to take a hostage during the broadcast bit with Marcus and that. Oh, interesting. Um, but like you said, there's a lot of like analyzing the blue blood, analyzing the CCTV. Yeah. Um. So, Connor, just to, I don't want to be the, the bear of Brad news. Um, Brad news? Of Brad news, yeah. Um, so, Connor and Hank survived is what I got in my actual playthrough. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Massacre prevented is what I got when I did the second run. Um, Connor can die if you don't get the fin in time in the kitchen, if you don't get it back in you. Um, mm. And it, it has a little skull next to it. Um, and your one says Connor sacrificed himself for Hank and, and also, also a has skull. a little skull. Oh um, no, Connor! So Con I'm just going to replay this section. Connor, okay. Connor okay. Well, is... But I won't then see, what, see how this plays out then. Connor is dead, dead. Like, psh, not I... coming back. No. Um I want to see what happens if you go to the roof. Ah, there you go. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you replay it, that that's fine. Cool, go for that because I want to see how that plays through. But I'll keep the dead the, the dead playthrough. We'll see how that plays out. Uh... Oh, I already missed, I already okay. missed his and Connor, the android sent by Cyberlife. Interesting. Oh wow! So there's that. It isn't just as simple as finding Simon. Um, so. Oh wow, Connor can also die here. There's a lot of deaths for Connor. Um Rip Connor. L Connor. So Simon can uh be destroyed by the SWAT team. Okay. Basically, you go to the roof and Simon starts to shoot as you open the door. Um that then alerts the rest of the SWAT team that's in the building. They all come rushing up and there's like a big gunfight between Simon and the SWAT team. Mm. Um so if you get shot by Simon, Simon is destroyed, so you can't access the memory, and Connor perma dies in that situation as well. Um, if you stay in cover, Simon is destroyed by the SWAT team, but Hank and Connor survive. Mm -hmm. uh, this is really, this is really, really depressing. If you rush Simon and manage to reach Simon, so you do the QTEs and you avoid all of the bullets you probe Simon's memory and you get some flashes of what happened. Um, mm, interesting. So it says you claps, you catch a glimpse of Jericho. So you don't get a major fin. Um, you just, you get, just get like bits of it. Yeah. Uh, Simon then self-destructs. And oh. the, the ending just says Connor was traumatized. <laughs> He's like, man, that was, that sucked. <laughs> that was not fun. So I, I did not like that. Um, so yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, 
I'm interested as a Kai, you're gonna replay are you gonna are you gonna prevent the massacre then? Sure, yeah. Because I, I mean, mean it doesn't matter if you go to the rooftop because you won't find Simon in yours, will you? No, yeah, yeah, no there. one no one's there. Yeah, Simon Simon's still there, might which is I'm curious of what happens with that because if Connor's now technically dead, how are they are they gonna at least reference like, oh we found an Android and like on the top, are we gonna like am I gonna play as Hank now? Like I'm I'm assuming the I'm assuming that eventually whenever they do go up to try and find Simon, that whole SWAT situation will happen anyway and Simon will be destroyed because mm-hmm. there's no Connor to probe the memory, the memory. So they might reference finding him, but mm-hmm. he might still get destroyed. Um, Interesting. Well, that is wild. And that's all that we're going to cover for this episode of Detroit Become Human. Now we're going to go around and kind of gauge how we felt about this section. Guys, we're rounding the end of this game. And definitely a, an action-packed section for sure, even though it was only four, like it was only four chapters. Like This is our shortest chapter-wise episode that we've done. Yeah. But there's a lot of content that did happen in this. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, I really enjoyed this section there is some plot holes that that are now starting to surface for me and i have to just like i know for a lot of people that's like easy to focus on and that can take them out of the experience but especially with start for tower where i was like you kind of you kind of just can't think about it too hard because if the once you do it starts falling apart like if you just look at this as a big action scene and, and shit's happening and that's it then i think it can be enjoyable but once you break down like how do they get all this stuff? Like, and in context, just would have helped with that. Like you, like mm-hmm. Kai was saying, I don't remember if it was Kai or Ben that was saying, if we just got like a little cutscene or something that showed them, like, oh, we've prepared, we've got all the items we need. We like, I met someone on the inside that could help. Like, if they just like prefaced that a little bit prior, I think a lot of those like issues would 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 be fine. But because there was no context to that, I mean, even, it still wouldn't be fine. Me, still even give me like an Ocean's Eleven funky scene where it's like. Yeah. <laughs> we knew we needed the like, team that gets together for this. Yeah, it's like, like the slow mo cam of all of them, like walking <laughs> yeah. towards doom, Starford doom, Tower. Doom, 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 we got North. Doom, she's the muscle. Doom, we got Simon. Doom, He's a sniveling doom. little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just even like a even like a speech or something. It's just. Do you know what's weird? Is it's yeah. a stranger decision to not have it, right? Yeah. And I, I'm having a harder time trying to understand why you wouldn't do that rather mm-hmm. than trying to understand why they didn't. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And it, it's weird because Starford Tower, while on one side is a, a confusing mess that is missing context, is also one of my favorite sections of the game. Again, maybe because I could just check out and enjoy, enjoy the, the Hitman slash Mission Impossible uh, level that we just did because like conceptually idea, cool. Really loved it. Um, I'm still so curious about Amanda. I haven't like decided which direction I think that's going to go, whether she is an Android, whether she's RA9, whether she's trying to take down the deviant. So that makes me think she's not RA9, but I don't know. There's, there's something sussy about Amanda and I have yet to put my finger on what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, real unfortunate that I, I think we've come to the conclusion that Connor has indeed died and that sucks. I, I, I I I loved Connor. He was really cool. He's probably uh, one of my favorites. Goofy he's little not dude. He's sent by AI Cyberlife anymore. That's, That's just... what I said. I know I'm Jackson. Said. The <laughs> no, you're not the same. Life. Get out of here. Hashtag not my not my Connor. 
but I'm curious to see how that plays out, and especially so if Kai is going to go back and you know do the option where nobody dies, how his is going to play through too. But um, the the little bits that have I've 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 had issue with hasn't put a damper on the experience. Still enjoying it. Still enjoying our conversations about it, and still every time we end a section, incredibly curious of how this is going to go and what's going to happen going forward. But that's how I feel. Okay. What say you? It's, it's unraveling more and more every time we play it. The potholes are getting larger. The characters are getting less uh, cohesive. It's just, just less in some cases. <laughs> exactly. In some, pieces, in some cases, just less. There's less of them now. Like, I just... Once again, this section was so weird and and very brief, which is just because we played it in these four chapters, but very short Mm. Uh, in the time that we get to spend with some characters, but then Marcus is obviously developing as like a leader of some kind, yeah. Um, and the the face of the resistance, but then just makes bewildering life choices about being like like being faceless, and then being like I'm an android, so I'm gonna look like an android. But it's not necessarily the best way to connect with people, especially because like you already look like the people that you're trying to connect with. Would that make it easier for you? And so, how so. did you plan a whole heist thing? <laughs> and so why like would you an oxymoron, right? Because it's like, I am an Android, so I'll look like an Android, but I'm human and want to be treated like a human. Yeah. Well, also, why would you, why is a local news station in a massive skyscraper? And why would you go to local news as the thing you're targeting, yeah, don't you want to like find like worldwide news or something like that? Yeah, like, hit everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just Detroit. Detroit's the, it's that's that's the start. Start Detroit's small. the start. Start if small. we can change Detroit, we can change the world. You know, mm-hmm. it's just sure. weird as well because it's also like he had the option to present with a human feature, but it was a choice to like present as the thing that people like hate. Like people hate androids, but an android that looks like an android is going to be hated even more. Yeah. Well, I, I wish it just gave you the option. Like you could yeah. either present your face as off or not. Marcus or present face as an off. Android. Face but off. yeah, it's not it's not ideal. And then Connor Oh Connor. <laughs> oh my ba- my big boy Connor. <laughs> like once again it was disappointing that the the outcome is essentially the same whether the girls live or die and Hank still puts a gun to your head despite yeah. us being friends. Like we were friends at the beginning of that section so like nothing changes based on your relationship. It's essentially you have the same conversation, yeah. power of alcohol, I guess. Yeah. We have to do the same justifications of like, you know, I don't think there is an android heaven or whatever. Oh, and then uh then the whole like battle scene with the stupid fucking three android Monty that you have to play where one of them is the deviant and then just regardless of what you do stabs you and rips out your heart, which is like cool, I guess. Uh, so uh, yeah, this section's fine. I'm interested to see how this is all going to tie up. I mean, we have two episodes of this left mm-hmm. uh, and there seems to be a lot of ground that has to be covered. Like, we just did our first broadcast as Marcus. How was that going to wrap up? And not a lot guess, of chapters left. I think there's only like I, seven or eight chapters left. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I guess we're going to walk to Canada, potentially. Since <laughs> our car broke down. Fuck, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe the right, Jerry's yeah. will carry us. How I'm far not is the sure. trip to Canada? Uh, f- not that far. Far to, far to walk. Far to walk. Not that far in general. 
1,406 uh, miles. Yeah, there's, that's a wait. That's what? quite a walk. 1,406 miles from Detroit to Canada. That's not true. Uh, what, what part of Canada? I was like, yeah, well, what part of Canada are you looking at? The Canadian right, border or to like Toronto? <laughs> downtown, downtown Detroit to Canada border. Canada general. I would say Canada it's probably like 100 border. miles, 200 miles max. Oh, damn. Yeah. Fucking hell. Apparently it's uh, 208.5. There, yeah, there you go. go. So, Dude, st- still, still far, still facts, boy, baby. <laughs> still far to walk Wait, in know. the in yeah. the cold wilderness. Downtown Detroit. Yeah. Oh, that was the, a... like the Canadian crossing border. Hang on. Yeah, just a straight line in that shit. It's probably like 100, 120 miles. Where's Winnipeg? Is that is that America? <laughs> Fuck if I know, man. It's that's Canada, but somewhere that's in Canada. Canada uh yeah the fact is it's far it's, it's not far. a thousand miles far but it's far enough it's for, for, t- for, for especially for like an eight-year-old journey. girl to walk well i mean technically rufus is carrying her whatever his name rufus is, so. <laughs> luther <laughs> luther whatever uh yeah those i don't know i'm i'm conflicted at this point i like this game i like the thing it's a little heavy-handed with the whole like Oh, androids are like you know an oppressed class, which is like yeah, but you're also not real, so you know maybe cool your jets. But they want to be real them. boys. Downtown At- Detroit to Winnipeg, Canada is okay. one thousand and eighty miles. Okay, thank you for that wonderful fact. They're I- not going to Winnipeg though. <laughs> you're, just, you're just curious. I'm just curious. That's that's the closest know. like thing near the Canadian border. Yeah. Also, are they, are they just going to, like, let them across? Like, so I'm used to American border rules, and it's like, you got to have, like, fucking 8,000 yeah. documents and not be I mean, there are, pla- color, there are so. literally places on the Canadian border where it's like, there are towns built on the Canadian border, and it's just a street that, like, goes through, and you can, like, That's go into funny. Canada and go to the U.S. It's, you know. It's crazy. We, we, have a, we have a pretty good relationship with the snow Mexicans, so it's... <laughs> That feels like a racial slur. I'm not sure if it is or not, but it feels it's not. It know. feels wrong in my giblets apparently, for some reason. Like Canada's Canada's getting a war with India. Apparently, if shit carries on, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all, that's awesome. Uh, okay, Ben, finish us up. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think kind of like a lot of what you guys have said. This is this section was the most interesting to play in terms of gameplay. Like the mm-hmm. whole heist into Stortford Tower and everything was great. Uh, conceptually and like thematically it doesn't make a lot of sense in our playthrough it made sense that Hank pulled the gun on Connor because yeah. you know Connor uh, Hank's obviously so sort of torn up about these androids and stuff um, it's kind of becoming like a like a like a good action movie you know where like if you look That's at it critically if you look at yeah. it critically it's it's falling apart it's not that great there's a lot of plot holes but if you just sit back and enjoy the ride, it's a fun experience, right? If you this, don't think about it, have fun. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a yeah. turn your brain off kind of game, right? Because yeah. like we've said, there's a lot of like, they just randomly have the right shit for a heist. They just randomly have the person on the inside. Marcus has gone from being this like, who am I? I don't really know who I am to I'm the leader of the revolution and the revolution will apparently be fucking televised now as so well. So quickly. 
and I'll yeah, touch just you like, and you'll be mine. By the way, yeah, it, it's with you know, and there's no, there's no explanation. So like, can Kara do that? What makes Marcus different? What is it about Marcus that he has superpowers? Or can can all deviants do that? Like, and I, I'm that, that seems inconvenient for. Forever. If that if that's if all de- if all deviants can do that, then humankind is fucked. Um, especially when you got fucking jacked dudes like Luther just looming about. Um, yeah, Jesus. It's yeah. It's just it's it. It's always really weird when you when we play games for the podcast because like we have to talk about how this ep- this section is. And this section without the context of like the next section, which could probably yeah. mitigate a lot of our issues. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. what I'll say is that like this question has raised a lot of questions about the way that the deviants have been acting and how that's gonna go forward going how that's gonna go down going forward. So at the minute a lot of stuff's up in the air, mm-hmm. waiting for the dust to settle, waiting for how it's gonna play out. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm real curious, real curious. But that is all for this section of Detroit Become Human. Y'all, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, uh, next week, the penultimate episode of Detroit Become Human. We will be playing through Midnight Train to Freedom March. All you had to say was Georgia, bro. We're playing from Midnight Train to Georgia. Is that, a, is that a song? Is that a reference? Yes. I don't understand. Gladys oh, Knight. Like no. God. Okay. okay. Jesus. Okay. Oh, okay. So cool. Fucking making dumbass punk pop songs for the 2000 references. <laughs> but doesn't know fucking Midnight Train to Georgia. God. Nope. And I'm no going on the Midnight Train to Georgia. No, not ringing well, any bells. you even it. I've never heard that song before in my no. life. Oh, it's so good. It's a fucking great song. Gladys Knight in the Pips, Bro, I'm a, baby. I'm a fucking, I'm a scene weenie. You know that. Open your on that mind note. Palace. <laughs> Open your mind palace. Hey, I like all music. I'm down. I'm just uh, yeah, dumb Scandinavian dumb folk. Yeah, you into you into Scandinavian. Oh my god! Folk. End this episode, please. <laughs> what is that of our okay, misery? We love you. We will see you next week with the penultimate episode of Detroit Become Human. See y'all later. Bye. 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 Wave. Oh, I got an episode. Bye. Bye.